afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 109. And this week, we're going to talk about planning your team's summer activities. Now, last week, we talked about individual improvement, things you can do to get your individual players better and programs that you can set up with your open gyms and incentives and stuff like that. Well, this week, we want to talk about what you're going to do as a whole, as a whole program, as a team. That's what we're looking at here. So most of us are going to do our high school stuff in May and June, and and we're no different than everybody else. Here in Nebraska, we cannot start activities until after Memorial Day. Now, if we if we seriously wanted to start at 12.01 on the Tuesday after Memorial Day, we could do that. We could do that. That That is legal. Uh, and we go until the end of July. Now, you can kind of do whatever you want to within those basically two months. But we try to limit our stuff, uh, especially with our team stuff, to May and June. We may dabble with a little bit of stuff in July, But in July, we want to really turn it over to two things. We want to turn it over to AAU and all of our players that are in AAU and playing with uh, club, uh, club teams. And we want to start turning it over to our fall sports. Now, we're still going to have some individual work. We're going to do individual workouts and things like that in July. But as far as team trips and team activities, we're going to kind of take a step back and let our let those two entities take over at that point. We try to, with our team activities, we try to keep it Monday through Thursday. We try to stay away from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for various different reasons. Number one, we we don't we want to keep those weekends free for family time. And we need to do a better job as coaches to turn stuff over and have our families have family time. We know it gets harder within that concept. There are more activities to get your high school team. It makes it more difficult to get your high school teams together when it comes to uh, other club sports, whether that's uh, softball or volleyball or whatever it may be, or their AAU teams. It makes it difficult to do that on the weekends as well. So we really try to limit our stuff to Monday through Thursdays, and we try to do it during the daytime. Uh, It just seems like for us, it works better that way. Now, that's not to say that we can't do a league at night. Uh, That's not a bad thing. If you can get a good number of your players at league stuff in the evenings, hey, go for it. Uh, For us, it works better like this. Uh, We like to do three or four team camps. Usually four is the ideal number. Um, We're going to do four team camps in June, basically one a week uh, throughout those uh, throughout those time periods, and we're going to start out that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right after Memorial Day, with our team camp, our our team camp at Fort Calhoun, where we're going to basically it's it's basically going to be glorified practice, and we're going to get some stuff set up and ready to go, and some basic concepts in, so that we can function as a five on five group for these team camps that we're going to have the four weeks after that. Within that, I really encourage you, and one of the themes that I have found throughout uh, this year especially, teams that are successful do some sort of overnight 
trip and a, and a bonding trip in some way, shape, or form. For us, what we're going to do is we are going to uh, head out. We're going to do what we call a barnstorming trip, and we're going to get in our vans, and we're going to drive, and we're going to stop, and we're going to play somebody at their place, and we're going to get back in the vans, and we're going to drive, and we're going to stop, and we're going to play somebody, and we're going to stay overnight, and we're going to get up the next day, and we're going to do the next thing at a couple more places, and then we're going to head home. But we're going to we're going to have that time together, and the way we've been able to schedule it or arrange it is we're going to stay at my at my parents' house. Uh, we're going to have a grill out at my dad's house. Uh, we're going to have some ice cream. We're going to get the kids to the pool. We're not just going to play basketball the entire time. We're going to have some fun doing some other things as we're doing this. Uh, you know, in the past, we've done bigger trips. Uh, like at my old job, we went out to Notre Dame for their team camp four times. And we did still, we drove all the way out to Chicago did some stuff in Chicago for a day or two, then went over to uh, the University of Notre Dame, and we were there in the dorms for three or four days together. And, and it was a long trip. It was an expensive trip, but it was a really, really good trip for us to come together as a group. Uh, you also want to make your team activities as all-inclusive as possible. I really like bringing all of our kids together. I don't like and and sometimes it's unavoidable. I understand that we have one of our team camps this uh, this June where we're going to be two different places at once. We're going to be hosting one at our place, and then we're going to uh, be sending our JVs to another team camp at another uh, high school. So we're not going to be able to have everybody together that day. But our other ones, we are going to have everybody together. Uh, it's good to have all your kids together in one space to have them all together. Uh, and it helps you as a coach where you could take players from your JV and slide them up to your varsity and take some, some varsity kids, quote unquote, and slide them down to your JV. If you, if you know your top six or seven, but you're still trying to figure out seven or eight through 11 or 12, those are great days. Okay, you two or three are going to play with us for these two games, and then we're going to flip it, and you two or three are going to come with us for the other couple of games here. And again, it's good to have that time with everybody in your program all together in one place. I also think it's really important that you hunt for teams that play at your level. It does no good for you. If you're really, really good and you are consistently playing teams that are not very good in the summer, you're not getting any better. On the other side of that, if you are not very good and you're consistently uh, playing teams that are way above your level, your kids are going to get discouraged. Uh, so you need to find a spot where if you're really good, you need to challenge yourself against other really good teams. If you are not very good, you need to, to find teams that you can compete with so that your kids see some growth, they see some improvement. Uh, for for us, and, and what you need to do, if you're not really sure, especially if you feel like you're not very good, is just tell uh, whoever's organizing your camp, hey, Coach Smith, uh, just letting you know, we're probably not going to be very good next year, or we, we're rebuilding some here, or we're going to be really young. Can you, can you kind of adjust our schedule accordingly uh, so that we're playing some teams that are at our level? And most coordinators of team camps are going to do that. They're going to want to do everything they can to make sure that you have a good experience because they want you back. They want you back. They want you to come back to their team camp next summer. I also think it's really important that you find camps with good officiating, uh, that you find camps that, that have registered officials. Uh, it is better 
for you and for your experience to pay more for good officiating and make sure that the camp is doing things the right way. And ultimately, that is, it's, it's just like business. The ultimate uh, way that you show your support for something is with your pocketbook. And it's okay for you to go to a coordinator of a, of a team camp and they've got a bunch of college kids or something like that because they're trying to save a buck instead of paying officials 25 or 30 bucks a game uh they're paying them 15 or 20 bucks but it's a bunch of college kids and it's and it's not very well efficient hey your job is to make your team better and to put them in the best situation that you can and so for our camp that we have we make sure that we get registered officials for every single game that we do because we want our teams coming in to have the best officiating that they possibly can. A couple of other team-building activities and a couple of team-oriented things that that you need to have in the summertime especially, uh, one for sure, is of course strength and conditioning. You need to encourage your players to get into that weight room and do it all together. That shared suffering is so vitally important to the growth of your program. You have to have it. And if you want to do, and, and we tell our kids, and this is something that I had that I got from uh, Coach Matt Terman, the football coach at Scott Catholic, and he said his dad would, would tell his teams this. And, and Matt's dad won over 300 games as a high school football coach, so, so uh, Tim Terman knew what he was doing. But he would tell his players you know, in every offseason, hey, look, if you do all these things, if you come in for the strength and conditioning workouts, if you do this, if you do that, I can't guarantee you that we're going to go to the state playoffs. I can't guarantee you that we're going to go to a state championship game. I can't guarantee you that we're going to win a state championship. But I can guarantee you that if we don't do those things, we will not go to the playoffs. We will not make it to a state championship game. We will not win a state championship. And I think that is that is something that I've leaned on. That is a phrase that I have used with our players, that if, if we want to achieve our goals, that strength and conditioning and coming in and holding every one of us accountable for getting in there. And you as a coach, you need to be in there. For us at our school, I have nothing to do with the strength and conditioning program. I have nothing. I, I leave it up to our two or three uh, folks that are strength and conditioning uh, coordinators and workers, and they know what they're talking about. But you know what I do? I am there every day in the summer for moral support. I let my players know. if, if And we do our strength and conditioning with our female athletes from 630 to 730, Monday through Thursday. I'm there by 620 every day making sure our players realize how important this is for us to get better. The other thing you can do as a team activity to build your team during the summer is to do community service, especially within your community. If you're in a smaller community, community service shows that you are giving back to the, to the community. It shows that basketball or whatever sport that you coach, uh, that if you're listening to this, uh, if you're coaching soccer, if you're coaching football, whatever it may be, it shows your community that you are giving back to the community, that, that you are thankful for the community, that you are looking out for the good of your community so that the community will look out for the good of your program. So community service is another big thing that you can do in the summertime to build your team up as a whole group. So Foundation Friday, number 109. 
we have talked about today, planning your team's summer and putting that together in a quality way. So I hope you've enjoyed these last two podcasts, the one that I did last week, the one that we did uh, for today. And I hope this helps you get your summer scheduled out and figure out what is best for your team and your program. So check out the website, appendantandnapkin.com. Check out the Patreon page. Go to patreon.com backslash appendantandnapkin or go to appendantandnapkin.com and we have the Patreon link there. Any support that you're willing to give is greatly, greatly appreciated to Appendant and Napkin. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day 